rich and delicious. Well, my syrup is very thick and rich. Mm-hmm. You like maple syrup on your pancakes? Pancakes! Pancakes! 100% Canadian made with no artificial ingredients. This is... What is this called again? <laughs> this is the Maple Syrup Podcast. Chips, chips. It's the first episode of 2018. You're really gonna start the the second one like this, huh? You're gonna. Oh wait, no. Yeah, Last week is, we did mm-hmm. that. It's the second episode. Ridiculous. <laughs> 18. It's our chung. It is Drewski. And this is the Maple Syrup Podcast. Nothing has changed. Nope. Same old Nothing's podcast. Changed, although. Oh, you came through. I lost another waist size. I like this. So waist size a week. Yeah, and then on top of that, no. Oh, you have a tapeworm, bro? No, I'm actually gonna. Be, <laughs> no, what? <laughs> Shut up, man. R Chung, follow me. R D O T C G U N G. And you can follow me, Drewski, at AJ Lift the number one on all your social media. And make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram, Maple Syrup Podcast, and on Twitter's Maple Syrup Show. And how can the people listen to the show? And how can they stay afloat? Real, down? real, real easy. Google Play, Apple Music, or podcast. Sorry. And you can check us out on SoundCloud as well. That's right. So, all maple syrup, all maple syrup podcast. Yeah, and catch up on the episodes. The episodes are getting real good now. Speaking um, about real good, man, can I applaud you for bringing in somebody of relevance? Consistency is key, my friend. Talk your shit. Consistency is key. Do I have to say this again? No, no, you're good. <laughs> no, but like I said before in the last episode, we we promised and we delivered. And we have a great conversation with um, someone I've known for almost probably in the beginning of my like radio career. Mm-hmm. He's been a very vocal piece in like sending me music, sending me the right artists, who to check out. Um, he also is a producer. He also is a rapper. He's an amazing, and he just recently came off that amazing North American tour with Jesse Reyes as her official DJ. This guy dropped so many gems in this half an hour. It, it's so good. You, like, why are we even keeping them waiting? Please, please, please bring your notebooks up. Bring your yes. number two pencils or pens, whichever your preferred writing utensil is. That's right. When he mentions, you know what? Nope, that's enough of that. Here's the interview right here on the Maple Syrup Podcast. Ooh, give me some of that yeah, yeah, yeah. sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Let's go. Uh, got a bottle in the blunt. Warm summer night, wifey on the run, pen back from vacation, telling me to jump. Shit, the time is now if I wanna get it done. Uh, it's been a while since a brother had it right. It's been a water kind of day, rum kind of night. So I'm lean up, star like a C cup, bra. On my throwback high, smoke a maca out the jar. Yard mine, no wild wine. I'm flipping through the pages, nothing but black in my backwood pasted. Ganja heaven, yes it's that good, tasty. Get it? I see you. I see it too, fam. I didn't get it. No, I didn't. You even get what you just said. Because the name of his album was I See You. See, I know that. That's why I let it with that. <laughs> let that ride. It's called research. That's some professionals like to do, Shut my up. friend. I just sent you this. I just sent you the music. And like. I listened to it and I did some research. That's, that's the that's research, true. fam. That's the research, fam. Anyway, it's still the Maple Syrup Podcast. It's Archung. It's Drewski. And we have... I. I I make note of my promise. This is the first time you come through in 2018. Did, I like did this. I, not. I, I like this. I like this because it's the first time you said, I'm going to do something. And I did and it. And you did it. 
And let me, let me hit I, M for the round of applause. I got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Good job, bro. Good job, man. <laughs> um, listen, I'm not gonna hold no punches with this guy. I mean, he was on my show a couple days ago. Yep. On 100 Canadian on G987. Plugs. Oh, shut up, plugs. man! It's not like plug. you don't plug yourself One for grow for grow training. You talking about AJ Lift? And <laughs> and <laughs> and, social medias and grow training. Just because you said it on here, maybe we give you. Twenty percent off your next dietary or fitness needs. That's How about that? Damn straight. How about that? <laughs> this show brought to you by. No, but this guy I've known. I, I think we mentioned it. And I, I think I've known him for almost probably five, six years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, got a chance to host a bunch of shows with him. If he was not like the artist or the headliner. He was the DJ. If he wasn't the DJ, he was just the guy that just showed up. He's a multifacetedly talented individual. He is a producer. Get him. <laughs> He's a lyricist. Yeah, get him. <laughs> he is a curator of the arts in music right here in Toronto, Canada. I'm impressed that you even got those words out. Huh? Yeah. huh? <laughs> Talk to them right there, Poppy. But he's back and forth. I don't know. L.A. Yeah, LA and Toronto. LA, Toronto, Europe. Right. Europe. Oop. Oop. I say Europe, fam. Oops. That's what it is. Um, and he just recently came off an amazing tour with an amazing artist by the name of Miss Jesse Reyes. Yes, I have to name drop. Yeah, but she's fly with it. I mean, if we're gonna name drop, we can also mention the mighty mighty Smash Brothers. That's mom, what I was gonna <laughs> talk about. about crooks one time. One time, Crooklyn Wagwan. Um we can name the album I see you. 2015, mm-hmm. a lot of notable arts were on that album, and I think that album was more so a collective. But tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, we have the amazing, the talented, the also talented, Mr. Junior T and I build it. Yeah, clap it up. Yeah. I'm gonna insert more claps in there. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's gonna sick. sound like there's a lot of people in here. That's sick. It's a little something I like to call radio post magic. That, yeah, that's that's magic for real. Look, I'm having a conversation. You respect me when I talk to you. <laughs> Tell us, no, a little about, tell us a little bit about your, your career and how it started off. Oh, uh, man. Um, started just watching my dad. Mm-hmm. He's a musician, drummer. Um, He'd always bring me along for like the rehearsals and things. So I got to see like the band practice and also jam out. And that's like some of my favorite memories is just watching those guys just go nuts at the end of like the work side of After the rehearsal. After work's finished. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they've just gone mad. And like from there, um, my cousin, he got me into like the rapping thing. I was like hella young. You know what I mean? He's a beatboxer. And then he needed someone to rap. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, Jones, rap. I'm like, how do I do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just go, say words, rhyme, fam. And like, fast forward and here I am. That's dope, man. That's dope. But you were always a guy that never, I mean, to those listeners that know who you are, you're, and here he is sipping his Grace Island soda. Yo. Yo, by the way. They don't pay us. So you got to keep with those plug quiet, man. He's Yo, sipping no, pineapple man. drink. Pineapple drink. <laughs> soda. Pineapple <laughs> soda pop. No, but you've been. Gra- you, Grace cuts you, the check, man. They better. I mean, I hope so soon. You know what? Actually, I actually had to maybe we, maybe we approach Grace. But carry on with your questions. But I'll carry I'm, on. I'm falling off. But you've been someone that's. I, I, I stated in the show, you were here with me Monday. Yeah. And you stated that. Y- you looked at your father a lot. Right. And one thing that really stuck with you was the the the, the notion of true instrument, instrumentation. Yeah. If your sound didn't have a live instrument in it, it wasn't really, you weren't really messing with it. You weren't really rocking with it. Yeah. Why would you decide, especially in the age of 808s, right. 
and everybody's using the trap beats. Why did you decide to say, you know what? I'm going to stay in my own lane. It was really just about carving my own space. <clears throat> I feel it's so easy for producers nowadays. I shouldn't even say nowadays, but like over the course of like urban music, let's mm-hmm. say, to fall into trends of like what's hitting on the radio. And like that's a cool place to be if your goal is to just mm-hmm. make something for the now mm-hmm. and like no strikes on anybody if that's their desire, you right. know what I mean? But if you want to make forever music, mm. you got to master yourself. And which, nobody else can do that but you. Which was one of my first notes when I started listening to your music that I wrote down was like you kept it to that like essence of boom baps. Right. Like you didn't really go into that mumble error. You right. kept that organic, pure, mm-hmm. pure sound to yourself. Yeah, and yeah. I, I really dig that. And, I, and you can hear it in the production as well. I like that you've matched the two and not trying to um, trying to meet them halfway with the new school rhymes. You know what I mean? Right, right. I just felt like it's important because like I've got a lot of dope producer peers that I came up with. And like... They're great producers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're masters of their craft. At the same time, I feel like they spent so much time just being masters of the craft. They didn't carve out their own sound because mm. they spent a lot of time just fo- following where the game was going all the time. Mm-hmm. So by the time they mastered that sound of the era, somebody else came up with a new sound and then they're back at the drawing board. Right. You know what I mean? Whereas myself, I've stayed doing what I'm doing. <clears throat> and now to do what I, got, what I know how to do, you got to call me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you spent your time following wherever the game was at that, like, you didn't master yourself. And, like, what I do, I do it because that's what I've been doing from the beginning. So I just feel it's important to make a sound for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but do you feel like nowadays, especially, and I, I mean, the rhetoric where we're coming from is from the Canadian standpoint, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've, God, guy, Junior, you've been doing this for, like, I think, almost... 12, 10, what? At least 10. At least 10 years. Yeah, yeah. And you've, you've remained true. However, do you feel like there's a taint, like the, the industry's kind of tainted with the sound? Because everybody's replicating. Right. Everybody's trying to sound the same. I mean. Right. Yeah, I mean to name drop. But yeah, Drake starts singing. Every nigga starts to sing now. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the, people forget that that's always been a part of hip hop. Like, <clears throat> y'all forget when Timbaland dropped... I can't stand the rain. Right. And man turned. Boom, boom, boom. Every R and B record had that <clears> same <throat> drum <throat> thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like when Neptunes came out with that one clap. Yeah. Every Everybody, record yeah. had that one clap. So it's like okay. that'll always be a part of hip hop. But the most notable producers of the overall genre, the people that were themselves the whole time. Mm-hmm. Neptunes was still Neptunes when they produced "Use Your Heart" for SWV. <laughs> Right? Talk your shit. Timbo was still Timbo when he did Rain and he still did that Justin Timberlake record. He changed the game three times over Mm -hmm. by staying himself. Another great example is Flying Lotus. By the time the world caught on the Flying Lotus, he was on like album five. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And people are still trying to like catch on to that. So when I look at case studies like those people, I'm like, I ain't changing a damn thing. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't think you should have to. No, and this is no. why, you know, he's mastered his craft. He's understand where everything has come from. Right, right. And has taken that and brought that into his own music. But even like the level of auth- authenticity, and I think, and okay, so here's a conversation I had with somebody. I okay. had a, uh, with a famous comedian. I'm not going to say who. No. We obviously know who. You've been dropping <laughs> names. We, we know All who this day you've is. been dropping names. <laughs> I have to. Junior's a notable guy. I get it. Name you brought him. When I go out and I go, yo, we I know brought- Junior T. That's my homie, man. <laughs> 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 no, but it's like, 
the art. So the person I was having the conversation with with said something about the authenticity of Toronto artists. It's not really the same because when you go outside of Toronto, right? Cats outside of Toronto are laughing at us because our sound isn't authentic. We're not rock, We're not rough. We're not rugged. Uh, we're they've ne- been we're, riding we're, our dick for the last for, ten forever. years. I'll say you know that saying? right now. Right. So, like for instance, now you'll. Like, for instance, people will talk about the ends in London. Yeah. And London mans will actually laugh and say, yo, Toronto's not a hard city. <laughs> yo, B. I've seen some things in London. Is that right? really? Okay. Right. Being the guy that lives in London, that used to live in London. I've seen some things. Yeah. Well, like, that stuff is just the world so? not knowing mm-hmm. anything about these places that they're from. Like, for mm-hmm. one, the music is only a small scope. Right? Right. And, like, okay, where we're from, Toronto... All of the characteristics of where we live actually is shown in the music. It's true. I mm-hmm. could like honestly say that. Too much emotion. <laughs> but that's neither here nor yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emotion no, is real, we put but our, I'm saying we put like our heart on his sleeve, right? Like, and right. it's been portrayed in the music. You're getting everything out of Toronto, and, and, and it's a cold city. So like, all the music sounds really like cold you and like atmospheric. Talk. You know what I'm saying? That's mm. how I feel. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's still Toronto. We're still being authentic. As far as like what the world doesn't understand is because like we have just become somewhat a part of pop culture as Toronto itself right. like Toronto's culture so it's going to take a while for them to catch on and until they catch a couple flights and actually see Wagwan they will never know like Facts. enough man came out here and got jammed they forgot that man's Facts. got jammed in Ajax fam. <laughs> <laughs> think about being a man from downtown saying you got jammed from Ajax fam. you know what I'm saying man's came OT got jammed in Ajax Facts. And you know what the fact is? I live in Ajax. on that one. Holy, I mean, yeah, you I'm think saying, it, Remember, like, Freeway yeah. came down here and lost his chain, fam? Freeway yes, he did. You How remember? Long was, uh, remember when? 2007? Remember 2006, when freaking Lloyd Banks came down and they were like, go back to New York? You remember that? Yo, man got jammed in the most soft areas of where we're from. So, how are they going to tell us that we're soft, fam? Wow, I forgot Talk about that. Man, them don't know shit. nothing about I here, like so that. they can't really say much about it. So I just expect that. <laughs> Yo, you know what I mean? And oh, this, is, this guy dropping signs right <laughs> you now. Saying, you know what I mean? But like, that's just really what it is. So like, the world's always going to do that, especially okay, in this so world of social media. Now, I know you were saving some hard-hitting questions, but mm-hmm. I got a question. Yeah. You're talking hard for Toronto. Right. Why are you rocking with the stage and trying to move out there first? I'm not trying to move out to the States first. Yeah, you are. Stop lying. Listen, that's because my nor- my number's foreign, fam. <laughs> Doesn't mean... <laughs> this guy called me from a New York number. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, and said, like, yo, I'm rolling up. Do you feel like there's more opportunities down there well, for you uh, in this sense? Okay, two parts. No, hold two on. Time out. Before you... Did you not... Keep, why are you trying to digress from the answer? <laughs> he called me from a New York number yesterday, and I knew this Negro was in <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. It's your 416, my guy. No. No 416, fam. It's a 917, fam. <laughs> We're not going to give the full out number, but support, but here's the, but before you answer, the plan that he did that he did tell me about is a pretty damn good plan. Okay, so, <laughs> I, didn't hear, I, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Will, they didn't I hear it. I won't knock him on that. But go on. But more on this whole like states versus wherever we're yeah. at home. It, a lot of it has to do with scale, and like that's one thing that I learned from Forty. Actually, it was a conversation like Addy and I had with Forty right before he dropped. Um, uh, what was the first one? Um, Thank nothing like me later. Yeah. Um, um, no, no, no. The first one the white with the white cover. So far gone? Yes. So far, so far gone. gone. Before they dropped. Speaking so of far Brian Spirit too, who designed the cover. Yeah, you know I mean, so he was telling us that like to travel from province to province, just on a tour level, mm-hmm. you're driving through a lot of nothingness, man. Facts. Mm. Right? So <clears throat> on a financial level, to just get from Ontario to Vancouver, 
it's stupid expensive. Between eight hundred and a thousand dollars for flight out there. Yeah, I mean, but even if you were gonna drive across the country, it's you're driving to a lot of nothingness, right? Whereas if I'm gonna no go stops. along the borderline of the states, the same distance, I'm gonna see ten times more of the people. That's right. That's facts. You know what I mean? So, same thing in Europe. You know what I mean? Yep. You, you go to London. You could go from like London to Liverpool mm-hmm. to Ireland, mm. and then just catch a sixty-pound flight, and all of a sudden you're in France. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's the only difference as far as like being able to get your music out manually. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to talk about the industry, <clears throat> straight up, there's no urban industry as far as like labels go out here. There's Say labels. That again. Mm-hmm. That, Say you know, that there's again. no mm. urban support. On the label side, like there are some successful acts right, right now, now like mm-hmm. that are doing great. Like I could say like Jazz Cartier, but he's doing great because he's got like a dope ass person behind right. him and mm-hmm. he's very few or far between Yeah, that one support he has. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have so many labels out here that Ben should have getting on it. You know what I mean? As far as like making it successful here. Mm-hmm. But also we know that the urban markets worldwide. Right. right? And if you're going to put out like a, a Canadian rock band, you best believe those guys are touring in the States. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Through the help of the local label. Yeah. But you're not seeing that happen for urban artists. You know what I mean? I went to London 20, uh, end of 2014 into 2015 to release I See You. Yep. And I met so many independent artists that had signed to a deal that had gone through the ropes, earned a fan base. Mm-hmm. They may have gotten dropped. <clears throat> But they still had that fan base they amassed from the structure that UK has for pushing urban music. And this is before Grime even bust worldwide. They still had a very self-sufficient industry. They were great out there. You know what I'm saying? So like Grime was busting out and it wasn't exactly full onto the rest of the world yet. They were doing fine. But what he don't need the world. But what you're stressing is the fact that they had the support of the local. And more structure. There's a structure right. for it is what I see. Like, we don't have... We're starting to have tastemakers that, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> can change the trajectory of your music mm-hmm. by playing it. But we don't have many of those. But is that, but is that enough, though? Because it's not, it's not like it's the date... It's a start, though, like, man. No, you gotta but, understand it's a start. But understand yeah. where it's coming from. But, but think about... And I know all three of us can even back and forth, who's in the building here somewhere, can even attest to it. Can attest to when... And I think we talked about on a, on a previous episode, too about when Shaw Claire got right. his start. Mm-hmm. And it obviously it was the local, it was <laughs> obviously the local push, so obviously the Capitol Hills, yeah. then EMI picks him up. Right. And then they push him out. Same thing with Cardi, same thing with Socrates. Right. In this digital age, I, I, I tend to find it that it's the, the success of, of the local Canadian artists per se now right. is now more so dependent on the numbers Locally, as opposed to labels, do you do you agree? Disagree? I would say <clears throat> it's a, it could be a mixture of both, but I feel that like the labels out here are fearless, like they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Can I say pussy? Oh, yes, yeah, you can. sure. Labels out here are pussy. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I just want to say it that way so you Bad. understand why. <clears throat> because like you know. I'm talking to my homeboy about this today too. Some people might be mad when they hear this shit, but but it's, grants it needs to be make Canadian labels lazy. Wow, mm, interesting. Can you can you um, elaborate on that? And here I am thinking okay, it, it like, works. Like I I appreciate grants. Don't get me wrong. Like we need grants, especially for the underdogs that don't have that don't have the, the means, money, right? Like, right. So we need the means to actually get things done, and that's more for the indie artists. Right. But if you're a label, 
and you're getting grants like big sizable grants to like sustain your staff mm-hmm. you don't care about getting a successful record out there because you can still keep the lights on if you've completely flopped the friggin record mm-hmm. when you don't have grants sure. to save you ass you're gonna push that record to the high to the high heavens until that brings you back a nugget to keep the lights on. Too sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Very interesting way of doing it. So if you got grants to save us, you would never put out a record that's gonna be massive mm-hmm. or influential on the global scale. You know what I'm saying? So that's one part that contributes to the laziness in the city, and also like the local labels have no, I'd say. They don't see the potential in the they local music. They just don't care. I'm, I'll mm-hmm. say it for you. They just don't Yo, care. I, I they won't don't, even they don't say that. Like, they, they care, but the thing is they just don't understand <clears throat> the actual beauty of what's here because they've mm. been so programmed to work the projects of the American counterparts right. that they haven't had any time to recognize the magic they have here until the artist done bus and gone, and then they want to come true and run a thing. Like Big shout-outs to like G, yeah. specifically, because they've been playing... The local music when they can mm-hmm. and where they can, you know what I mean? As yeah. often as they can. Now you see like these other stations now, I'm not gonna name none, but now they want to jump on the wagon and play tunes locally. <laughs> like my network. Not mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, <laughs> no, no hate. But the thing is, like, where was that support? Right. Why do you have to wait for somebody else to come say that it's okay or it's great for right. you to recognize your home's and greatness? That's the, um, you know what I mean? That's the unfortunate thing with radio. In general, it's always that, oh, we'll wait till somebody else does it. Right. And then you do it, but and see, then like, they'll jump on it. They don't want, no one ever wants to be the first one to take that risk, which but, is shitty. It is shitty, but like the guy that took the risk is the one that's going to be remembered. Yeah, that's right. Everybody that's, else that just follows suit, you're just a part of the stats, fam. Mm-hmm. But do I dare ask? I don't want to come off as like the jackass, uh-huh. but do I dare say that? In regards to, and I don't really believe in the title, the urban industry. Right. It's either it's 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 R and B, hip hop, you know, it, it's whatever. Okay. But do I dare say? Do you think there's a systemic issue with our music in regards to this industry? Like, do you think that there's a level of racism that plays well, a part? Well, I'll, I'll call it just like artism. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They they don't fully Art-ism, understand A-R-T-I-S-M. like. <laughs> I'll make it up. You know what I mean? But brought to I, you by Junior T. Is it? I just feel like <laughs> these guys don't come from the environments that birthed the music that where we you know our urban music. They're not from the same environments. They're not from the same neighborhoods. The same experiences. Mm-hmm. So when they hear the music, they don't understand. There's no relation. They yeah. can't relate to it. So there's no personal connection to wanting it to be widespread. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Those same people will probably play like a Migos record and they know nothing about it. But because it's such a staple group, mm-hmm. they'll just run it. But we've got so many crazy stories and dynamics of life here that have great stories that need to be told. Like, for example, KJ. KJ hey. writes great music. Kita Juma, <laughs> You know everybody. what I'm saying? And all of his music's very life-oriented. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same thing with Spec One. That guy's music's very mm-hmm. life-oriented. Shy you know what I mean? Done. All the, beautiful the stuff. The list can go on. All day, right? But it's like those guys that are in the offices, I just don't (laughs) think they're close enough to the culture to understand what's quality. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's really missing. And like we're seeing it now. Like all the small indie collectives are coming on the years where their experience is bringing them to a place where they could really make moves Mm -hmm. for their team. And that's what we've really been seeing in the last 
two years. Those squads that have been squads for like five to eight right. years. But really putting themselves out now. Well, mm. not just putting themselves out. They've finally learned the pieces to make themselves move in an efficient manner. Nice. It took a while for us. We had to make a bunch of mistakes before we got to this point. Mm-hmm. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, fast shouts to my boy Addy. He was the first person to book Black Hippie in Toronto. You know what I'm saying? Schoolboy Q couldn't cross the border. So it was just Kendrick and Absol. You feel what I'm saying? And J-Rock couldn't make it. You feel what I'm saying? That was years ago with, <clears throat> with um, Remix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that experience, we learned so much mm-hmm. that contributed to what we did the years after. And then that year contributed so much to what we did the years following too. You know what I mean? So people have to make some mistakes, take some risks as smaller collectives to learn how to better put out their music. Nice. Can we talk about finally? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can we talk, talk about finally. We talked about that, man. That was a hot track. Thanks, I sat bro. there and took it in two or three times when he's... Uh, our chung over here sent it to me. I'm like, damn straight I did. <laughs> Bang, Look, <laughs> let me give you credit for something. <laughs> just, just, just keep your mouth shut. Let me talk to the man. By the way, it's our hot cake of the week. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Better be our hot cake of the week. I so let me actually break it down for Junior. Our hot cake is, and you can elaborate more, but our hot cake is pretty much probably one of the songs that we choose for that. Like, it's one of our right. hot our choices. Song for the week. Sick. So. I had to make sure Hot finally cake, was. Syrup, you see what we do here. You see, you see yeah. what we fuck with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. No. Well, oh, continue. Man. Sorry. Um, first of all, the sound is nuts. Thank you, bro. Tell about the concept on bringing that in and bringing that up and making that from scratch. Oh, from scratch. Okay, that one was like uh, me, like finding myself, man. Um, took me a while. Like as much as I was producing and emceeing for like many years up to that point, um, I still kind of felt <clears throat> displaced. Mm-hmm. I still felt like I was following. Still, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it didn't fully feel like myself. And, like, uh, that trip to LA <clears throat> was like the first time I went out there and I was like actually good in the pockets. You know what I mean? Like, first time after taking a long stretch of deciding to do music full time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That just had a daughter. And, like, now I'm deciding not to go to a square job because I want to do this music stuff for real. And, like, financially, that could be taxing. Yeah. And especially, like, when you come from a traditional yard family, and they're like, yo, where the, where the money there? Where the money there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see how you, you work so hard, but I mean, I see no nothing for you. <laughs> you know them ones, you feel what I'm saying? So yeah. I managed to like earn you know money. Know that a little too well. <laughs> 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 Trust me, it's real, dog. It's hard out these streets, bro. So, like, you not see nothing. No money is. So like, <laughs> I finally like made some, some coin through music. Yeah. Coin. coin, just a little coin. Just a little no, coin. Still, how he said it. Not coin. Coin. Coin, coin <laughs> like, is more than coin. That <laughs> yeah, coin, doggy. It was a one-two flight, still, you know. But whatever. I made it out to LA, and um, I wrote the joint out there mm-hmm. to like a, a beat that my homie Garrett Hoy made, and he's like uh, someone that found me after I put out Too Smooth and he was just like a genuine fan of Which my like, off of ICU style. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To have like someone really like my music for what it is yeah. I was just like yo that's dope so we just stayed in contact and he sent me that one joint and it really just allowed my pen to flow freely and I was able to just talk about all those things on my mind mm-hmm. you know what I mean and like a lot of the time I was so restricted to like song structures like I gotta have a verse and then a chorus and a verse I just brought my homegirl Sabre to the studio <clears throat> I just laced my verse I'm like yo what do you want to put on it she's like yo I just got something and she just went in there laced it I'm like that's the song. I like the unstructured structure. Of it. <laughs> okay. That's what it was. I'm like, huh. oh, that's refreshing. I don't need a repeat. Drew, I don't yeah. Drew, that's what they call organized 
Noise. <laughs> organized noise. noise. Those guys are sick still. That's what they call organized noise. Well, yo, thank you, man. Yeah, like, really, it was my really first time actually it. not caring about structure. And from that song. No. I, I can't, I can't, I can't. I have to, no, I, you're being too humble about it. Because you've, you've been doing this since I see, okay, so his first, the uh, first album album right. came out in 2015, which right. is I see mm-hmm. Um. But the fact, and you want you want to know fun, the funny thing is, I think I told you this, Andrew, about this guy. He's he's he doesn't he doesn't care if I'm saying in the right context. He doesn't care about himself. He cares about others. Mm-hmm. Because if you go on the ICU album 2015, I believe it's on iTunes, no, yeah. or SoundCloud or whatever. Yeah. On all social media sites, sites, probably out of was there 15. 15 tracks mm-hmm. yeah. Junior is probably Obviously he produced The whole album himself But On 15 of the tracks Only Say 35% Has him on it Word Yeah that's about right wow. It's either It's an <clears throat> instrumental It's a beat Or there's a guest on it Yeah yeah. Why do you care Like I'm, I'm gonna play Devil's Advocate But why do you care For other Toronto artists Why because it's the, it's the melting pot that made me who I am creatively. Like, I come from the city in a real active sense. Shout out Saga City. <laughs> I'm a Saga Aye. man still. I come from the West. What but like, said what up? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Listen, no, 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 we're not going to do this tonight. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this tonight. We're like on some new day. You work in Toronto. You work in Toronto. We're at 905 or 2 now. You live in Toronto. No, no, no. Come with me. Hold tight 905, man. Go on. I would say that like... I come from the time of needing to actually be in the scene. Like mm-hmm. we're, mm-hmm. on present era, it's very easy to be a part of the scene without physically being present because of the internet. Mm-hmm. When I started, you had to be there. You had to be in the spot and right. like smash the show. You know what I mean? And there's countless shows that I've been to where the performing artists inspired me because they did so great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to include other people on my project, it's also a reflection of like how I also create too. Like when I'm in the studio, I could work by myself. Mm-hmm. I do a lot. But when I'm at my best is when I've got people in the studio with me to add to the feeling and the vibe. And you know what you I mean? You don't keep around these yes men. You keep around people who actually have opinions on how the sound can be better. Word. And even just to contribute mm-hmm. some fashion. Like I'm not really the dude to have just random sitting in the studio just like mm-hmm. twiddling the thumbs. Like if you're in you're the studio, you're, you're doing something. You're working. I like that. You know what I mean? And even if you're not working, working per se, your energy is so like mm-hmm. contributing, it's going to add to whatever it is we're doing that day. So me respecting that is why I include so many people a part of the music because chances are they were probably there <laughs> when mm-hmm, I made it too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not one of the producers that sends out a lot of beat packs. You could ask so many heads. They've never gotten beat packs from me because I'm not that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. If you want to make some music, come to the studio. Let's cook. You know what I mean? I'm not opposed to sending them out, but it's not my steez more times. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I want it to be something that has the potential to be forever. Mm-hmm. And to make those kind of joints... From what I've seen in like music history, you got to be in the room together. You work together. Damn. Longevity. You know what I'm saying? Man, thank you for coming through. This is good. Uh, this thanks for having me. Um, Studio Monk, when's it coming out? That's coming out this year. Good. That was insightful. I totally forgot Freeway got run up in. He got run up. How many people have lost their chains in our city? In Ajax. 
<laughs> Let the Ajax goons take I was I Okay, Jane and Finch, sure. I said. You know, Regent Park, okay. But man, them got, but man of- them got picked up at Highway 401 in Westney. <laughs> you help behave yourself. Oh, but no, but big, great, big, great talk. But big again, big shout outs to Junior T. Make sure to go and download that song right now. Finally, on all your social streaming sites, the song is called "Finally" featuring Saber. And make sure to follow him, Junior T. That's spelled J-U-N-I-A-T of O-F-S-B on Instagram and on Twitter. We should um, give them a taste of finally, and we will because it will be our hot cake of the week. So. Until next week. Until next week. Thanks for rocking with your boys. That's right. Follow us, Maple Syrup Podcast on Instagram, Maple Syrup Show on Twitter. Follow me, R-D-O-T-C-H-U-N-G. And me, AJ Lift number one. And remember, Maple Syrup is sweet. Not sappy. That's right. That's how we do it. Closing the show off. That's how we do it, Andrew. Sounds sharp. We are. We are. We, we, we're on our P's and Q's for flames. 2018. Talk your shit, right? Flames. <laughs> we'll be out. Have a good day. Have a good night. Take care, everybody. (laughs) Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Uh What up, G? Uh. June. 3-5. Still the same fam, know what I'm saying? Ain't much change, player. But how you feel, Low Jones? Check it out. Uh, finally, light a tree and write my dreams down. No minor league. We INC, the dying breed. Child of the funk. Soul strutting down the streets. Bounce for the drums. Let the chords be your release. Now we on the buzz. This high ain't what it seems. It resides in your dreams. Helps manifest what you think. Real life stems from the passion in your being and the environment you reside in that fashions your belief seems that things have been challenging are cheap. I'm battling with demons while handling the speed, whipping round corners, touring the planet as I see fit. Really though, who ain't in my league? Kings, come on, I've been royalty since. My past life, that's right, man's is nice Focused on the plan and planning And the best way that I should pass the time Any other way to see it is just asinine I've had it with these old habits that I've had for time I've done trying, only do forward moves Holy shoot, if you only knew how much we've all been fooled The machine and the greed, the old catch-22 the American dream, all the land we consume. Ooh, I'm just relaxed in the booth, meditating on what's natural. You can